This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello, welcome to the broadcast, to the radio show. How are you? If you'd like to participate, why we offer a toll-free number. It's 1-888-900-3393. You dial those numbers and you could maybe, possibly, talk to me. I know. So much going on. Uh, we appreciate you coming along for the ride today. Uh, I mean, we've got uh, another officer-involved shooting. An officer is shot uh, in California. At least one officer shot. They were shooting at police officers in Arizona uh, yesterday. Uh, there was a shooting at the White House yesterday. They shot up. Bad guy trying to get into the White House grounds with a gun. Uh, smoke detected uh, in the multiple places on the Egypt air crash. We'll see uh, what that means uh, as the search continues. And, of course, the race for the presidency is still on. I know you probably hadn't heard about it, but <laughs> I know. I know. It's weird. Nobody's covering it, but you've got... One guy named Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, uh, lady, Hillary, you can call her a lady, Hillary Clinton on the Democratic side. And then there's another guy, uh, what the heck is his name? Oh, yeah, Bernie Sanders. He's trying to make a run for that White House, too. Good luck and God bless. And so much more to get to today. I don't even really know where to begin. We can begin with, you know, the top stories of the news, or we can begin with what really caught my eye yesterday as I'm thumbing through some some articles and things to you know try to see what catches my catches my fancy and i see an article on all these gadgets that change the world and i think okay well gadgets cuz you know big things like you know i don't know airplanes automobiles stuff like that of course change the world right um heating and air conditioning of course change the world um, I mean, those three things alone uh, change the world forever. But gadgets, you know, things that we use that you don't think about, things when you're, uh, you know, when you're sitting around thinking, man, I wish I would have thought of that. That guy's worth how much money for creating duct tape? Right? I mean, they've used that. Who doesn't have a roll of duct tape in the house? 
or at least when you think, man, I've got to box something up, I've got to tape something, I've got to fix something, duct tape is a wonderful invention. The stapler, another tremendous invention. And I mean, that those have been around since the 18th century, but we've obviously honed it now. You can have a stapler that has 8 million little staples in it. You can staple anything from the from here to tomorrow and not run out of staples in those machines we have now. This one, I think, is one of my favorites in, in the list of, you know, gadgets that change the world. The blender. Oh, come on. Who doesn't love a blender? And who doesn't want always want a better blender? I mean, you start out with the, you know, the eight ninety nine blender from Walmart. And, every, I mean, you just keep looking at, I want a better one. I want a bigger one. I want a bigger one. I want a better one. I want a powerful one. And pretty soon you've got... <laughs> You've got the boat engine hooked up blending things. On this list, they have the Zippo lighter. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess it's a gadget that changed the world, sure. I mean, portable fire. They gave them out to soldiers during World War II. Everybody had a World War II Zippo. And, you know, if you're any kind of any kind of tobacco person or anyone in your family that was a tobacco person over the years, you've Always got Zippos. Flash drive? I I guess. I guess we can put that on the list. Sure, why not? I mean, we all have them. If you have anything to do with computers, you have flash drives. You save your stuff on that flash drive and you can take it anywhere and hook it into any computer. It's kind of a cool gadget. I guess it should be on the list. Another uh, gadget that is made me a huge fan, the toaster. Come on. You know you love your toaster. You know they're nice. Oh, they're so nice when you get a new toaster, a new four-slice toaster. Crank that baby on. There's nothing like toast. You can quote me on that. Another one on this list, the Swiss Army Knife. Gadgets that change the world, the Swiss Army Knife. I mean, uh, okay. Okay. The can opener. Uh, hello. Especially maybe the electric can opener. The safety razor. Uh, okay. I guess. Maybe. The tape measure, I mean, that's a gadget that has revolutionized the world, right? Got the old standard little circle tape measures. My grandfather always carried a little, one of those little circle or square tape measures with him everywhere he went. A little pocket knife, tape measure. And and because he used to build things. One of the reasons that he uh, uh, used to carry it all the time is he used to build things. You know, little lazy Susans for the kitchen and and all that, you know, all, all, all that kind of little handmade stuff that you see around the house. And he had his workshop. So he would go somewhere, we'd be out shopping, and he would see something at a store and go, ooh, that's kind of nice. And he would take out the measuring tape and just start measuring. 
Yeah, okay, I can build that. And go back to the workshop and build it. The zipper. Is the zipper really a gadget? Uh, okay, maybe. I mean, it's a tremendous invention. I'm a fan of it, but is it a gadget? The ballpoint pen? Yeah, of course. That I mean, that changed the world, right? The, the Leatherman tool? I mean, that's kind of the Swiss Army knife, right? It's got the can opener, the pliers, the screwdrivers. So it's kind of the kind of the work guy's Swiss Army knife. The Sony Walkman, I mean, yes. I mean, the Walkman revolutionized how, I mean, we go everywhere now, right? With headphones and listen to what we want to listen to. That was, uh, I mean, that was definitely a gadget. The Polaroid camera, yeah. Revolutionized how we went places and remembered things. The pocket calculator, a gadget that changed uh, the world? Maybe. Maybe. Digital camera? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. The Wi-Fi router? Uh, Okay. I mean, it's a tremendous thing. It's a wonderful thing to have. Have that bad boy in your house, in your room, in your office, or wherever you're at. You can, you know, pick up any kind of internet service, cell service. We have a thing now that the cell phone company sends us that boosts our cell signal in the house. I am in love with this little gadget. Plug it in. Set that bad boy by the window. Boosts our cell service in our house a million times. I don't think that's the ad for it. But I'm not sure how much they technically boost the service, but it works. So if you have an opportunity to get that little, forget what it's called. Ah, forget what it's called. But uh, it's just a little cell. You know, it's your own mini cell tower. And you just put it in, you know, so... Uh, if you have a large house or a long, you know, a ranch style house, and one end is not as, you know, you, you find yourself, I can't pick you up in the back room. I have to go out front. That kind of thing. Get yourself one of these little, get your own little household cell tower. Love it. I love it. Anywhere in your dwelling, you're fine. But it's your own little tower. The computer mouse. Is a gadget that revolution changed the world? Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay, maybe. Laptop computer, no question. We've gone from the laptop to what's uh, no, you know the number one thing on the list. From we've gone from laptop computer, which changed the world, and then we'll get to number one, which is a direct descendant of that. Um, handheld GPS, a gadget that changed the world. Yeah, I guess. I guess. The brownie box camera. Remember those little box cameras? You've seen pictures of them where they hang around your neck and you look down at the top of the camera. It's a little box and you look down to take the picture. Those those were the first, uh, you know, mobile cameras. Didn't have the have to have a huge box with legs. Remember those old stands you see in movies? The old cameras that were, you know, had to have a wagon to carry them around in. Not with the brownie box. 
All right, this is the top 10 on this guy's list of gadgets that change the world. And I guess I agree with most of them. The light bulb, yeah, but with, you know, electricity, heating, and air conditioning, you probably didn't need the light bulb. But the light bulb definitely changed the world. Changed the world. We went from counting on the sun, right? We've talked about it before with our sleep patterns and our work patterns and our life patterns. The light bulb changed the world and how we live. The alarm clock, there's a gadget I wish would just go away. But we wouldn't need the alarm clock if we didn't have the light bulbs. The phonograph. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah, I guess. We were able to uh, uh, listen to music from anywhere in our own dwelling. We didn't have to go someplace live to hear the performance. We could bring it to ourselves, which is great. And a lot of people miss that. I was I watched an interview the other uh, the other day with a guy, a musician, that talked about he misses you know having the album. And uh, you know, the, and being able to hold it while you listen to the music, but he was also saying that he misses that. But he also realizes that today, he can listen to more music, uh, different kinds of music, at any time, anywhere, because of the internet. That it's you know, bypassed being able to hold it in your hands. While you miss it, you still have access to so much more. On demand, when you want it. Right now, I feel like listening to that jazz song that they recorded 100 years ago. An hour from now, I want to hear the new, brand new song that was just released by the new Dingleberry Star. I mean, it's fascinating. The rotary phone, yeah. I mean, that revolutionized our our communications with everyone, that's for sure. Uh, The portable air conditioner, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the little window air conditions you just put in the room. Those stupid things. Although I remember where, where we were. They had one, you know, in the bedroom. I'm telling you. Like the, the bad thing is, is what was good about the entire home AC unit is that, you know, it keeps the entire dwelling a comfortable temperature. Whereas, you know, you have the window one in one room and one room is negative 52. And you open the door and you walk outside, walk into another room of the house and it's 102 degrees. You're immediately back into that negative 55 room, man. Personal computers, yeah. Personal computers, laptops, that was on the list earlier. We talked about gadgets that revolutionized, changed the world. And uh, they talk about the hypodermic syringe, you know, I guess. I guess for, you know, safety and health reasons, absolutely changed the world. Television and radio, I mean, come on, of course. Revolutionized how we got our how we got our information, how we got our entertainment. And number one goes back to, you know, the laptop computer, uh, the rotary phone, the personal computers is the smartphone. 
Just I just yesterday, I went out and forgot my phone for the first time in a long time. And I was, I had an appointment, had my daughter with me, who's, you know, going to be nine, nine in a couple weeks. And um, I was, if I had turned around to go get it, which I <laughs> strongly considered, we would have been late for the appointment that we had. So I was like, oh, I can live without it. Wow. Can I live without it? It was a long four hours. It was a long four hours without that bad boy. And I missed, you know, I missed several calls. I missed some other communications that I needed to set some times for. I, you know, you just, I felt like I was empty without that thing with me. But that, I mean, you can. There's an example of being able to have information and communication on demand when you want it, when you need it, right now, anywhere, anywhere, anywhere in the world. Amazing gadget that changed the world. But I mean, I was God led me to think about how fast that has happened. So I was talking to my daughter, and I was like, you know, within the last, I, I can be, all right. I can, I'll be all right without it. I'll be fine. And uh, I was thinking of trying to think how long it's been really since the actual must take the phone with you has happened really in the last 10 years, right? I mean, maybe the last seven or eight for sure, but 10, you know, about, about the last 10 to 12 years, um, you almost feel like you are out of touch without having that handheld computer smartphone with you to stay in communication with the world. It was really strange. And it brought back, you know, times when, you know, I mean, when we, obviously when you didn't have one and you used to go and wait till you reached your destination. And if you wanted to communicate with someone, you use the, you know, the hard line phone there or the pay phones. How many of those you see anymore? The standalone pay phones, not very darn many. Very darn many. So I had a strange, lonely four or five hours yesterday where I just had to talk to my daughter without my smartphone, without information. Although we still did listen to the radio. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. The Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. That it does. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me on Facebook. 
Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram at JeffyMRA, and of course Twitter at JeffyMRA. And this coming in from Twitter, um, I'm thankful for the guy who invented toilet paper. Well, toilet paper really isn't a gadget, although so am I. And uh, one uh, person said, I don't know what I did before I got my ninja. I know. I love my ninja as well. And if you don't know what ninja is, look at it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Coming up immediately following this broadcast is the Mike Opelka Show. I don't know what uh, what uh, Mike has in store today to give away. Uh, I heard rumors through the grapevine. And again, this is just, you know, you walk in the break room, you want to get, uh, you know, you're grabbing a, grabbing something out of the fridge in the break room and you overhear people talking and uh, you overhear. And this week I, I understand that the possibility of the Puro Pelka cufflinks and uh, the collar, the collar, what are those things called again? They're not not the collar stays. Nobody, I mean, although he probably, he might have the pure Opelka stump brain collar stays. Uh, it's very possible. Uh, the uh, the collar bars, yeah, that's what they're called. The collar bars, the uh, cufflinks, and the stunt brain collar bars. For uh, that's a good look if you think about it. And you know what? What the heck? If he's going to do that, he might as well throw in the stunt brain. Pure Opelka collar stays, too. Right? You want that collar to be crisp and straight, and then you want that bar to go straight across so it looks all nice and cute, either underneath or in front of the tie. I think the Opelka stunt brain collar bar will have the little chain, so the bar goes underneath the tie, but the little connecting chain will hang in front of the the tie knot, which will, you know, either say Puro Pelka or Stunt Brain. So, whew, man, if you are fortunate enough to win that, you are, you are, that's what you are. All right, let's talk a little bit about, you know, I have been on this, I've got to lose some weight. I lost a bunch of weight. You know, it's been like four years. Four years ago, something like that, I lost, you know, like 120 pounds. And then you get lazy. And just gradually, you know, you start pretty soon, you know, four years later, you're like, what 
the hell is that? That's me looking in the mirror, by the way. And uh, so I'm trying to get myself back into this mindset of the lose weight, healthy, feel good, feel better. And I've lost about 15 pounds already, but it's still not. I know that I'm not in the place mentally that I need to be. Right? I mean, habits, discipline. I'm not sure what, you know, what that, what brings that. If you think about it, you need, what do you, I mean, you need four things, right? To, to, uh, to be human. Four things that are working in, in even, even keel to have a good life, right? And, and I'm, you know, I'm not, besides eating, breathing, going to the bathroom and sleep. You know, of course you need those four things. But I'm talking about, you know, like your mental, which I guess under mental would be those other four things. So those are side notes. Mental, physical, right? Spiritual, emotional, those things all have to be in, you know, working order. If there are like four legs on a stool and one isn't working right, the stool isn't even, is it? The legs tilt back and forth to whatever side is not even. Ugh. Thank you, Mr. Philosophy. But I really am, I, I wonder what makes that happen. You know, because I was, I was thinking about, here's a, I knew a guy growing up, Mr. Krogman, old man Krogman, and he worked at General Motors, worked there for how, you know, 30, 40 years, whatever, I don't even know how many years he worked there. I'm sure to him it felt like forever. But, I mean, he would drink and get drunk. If not, he would drink every day. But he would just get completely smashed, squashed, sloshed on the weekends. But every day, Monday through Friday, he'd be up. Out the door to work. And he had a family at home. Kids went to school. The wife stayed home. But he smoked and drank himself and worked himself to death. But he was a good man. I'm not sure what. Where you know when one of the, one of those legs on the stool keeps getting shorter and shorter, pretty soon you fall over, right? Yes, this is the life stool lesson philosophy. I don't know what I mean. I I love the guy, but what I mean his the famous line, Mary, did you get my beer? Every day. But he was up and working every day for that paycheck, baby. Provide for the family. Provide for the kids. He'd be sitting at the kitchen table, drinking beer and smoking cigarettes when he was home. But he was out. He was making a living every day. 
And I'm guessing, you know, we I you say it out loud and you think maybe, you know, maybe while he was sitting at the kitchen table drinking his beer and smoking his cigarettes and listening to college football on the radio, he was thinking to himself, I could have done so much more with my life. Just working at the General Motors foundry. Got a wife, I got a family, I got a house to take care of. I could have done so much, I need another beer. I'm just smoking another pack of cigarettes. I mean, he could have been thinking that. I didn't have that conversation with him. But it got me thinking about discipline, habits, and what what it takes to do that, right? I mean, you drink, you smoke, you exercise, you diet. What is the changes there? What makes that habit? The habit of doing it or not doing it. I mean, it's discipline, right? And you look at the two meanings between, um, I'm just looking at habit and acquired behavior pattern, regularly followed until it has become almost involuntary. That's habit. Discipline, the practice of training to obey rules or a code of behavior. Uh... Okay. So I'm really, I'm really uh, struggling to get uh, to get back on the bandwagon because I feel like I'm not even close to the heaviest weight I was in my life, but I feel like I am. So maybe I'm making progress. Yes, Jeff, in another 800,000 years, you'll be make enough progress to realize you won't be fat. <laughs> That's possible. Doubtful, but possible. And you can't eat like a, I mean, look. I'm not going to eat like a supermodel. I mean, that would probably kill me. But with the help of you know with the, with the help of uh, you know Dr. Anderson and Simple to Lose, and along with Metafast, I'm back. I'm going back on it, baby. Break the discipline, get the habit, create the habit, and find that place. Find that place. All right, because I, I I'm on the I'm, I'm sitting on my stool. You've got the emotional, which is, you know, eh. You got the spiritual, which is, eh. You got the mental, which is, eh. Then you got the physical, which is way, way, way lower than, eh. So, I mean, I'm going to a, attempt to either I either need to shorten my legs of mental spiritual and emotional so they are the same length as physical or I need to lengthen physical which one would be easier 
Which one would be easier? This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. More live programming throughout the day on the Blaze Radio Network. Why, that's what we're here for. To provide entertainment and broadcast perfection. Michael Pelka immediately following this broadcast. Chris Salcedo at noon. Mike Slater, Joe Pags after that. All on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, so I'm looking. Uh, the first story I find, um, my week eating and working out like a Victoria's Secret angel. If I wrote this, it would be my two days and I gave up. I wouldn't even make that really. But this is more of the exercise thing. The eating, it doesn't talk about how they actually, what they're actually eating, like the armband workout, uh, almonds, of course, be careful with almonds, they're really fat, a lot of calories, Uh, warm water, use a glass of, you know, warm water with lemon, coconut water, Uh, ice cube for skin. This is something you could try, trick number five. The ice cube for the skin to tighten pores and firm the skin. Huh? So it really doesn't talk about uh, what they're having for breakfast or (laughs) if a regular human being could survive. Are you saying that Victoria's Secret models are not regular human beings? And then there's the story that pops up underneath that one is less than 3% of Americans live a healthy lifestyle. Did you know that? Moderate amount of exercise, eat right, keep from piling on fat, and avoid smoking. Congratulations. They're saying if you do that, moderate exercise, eat right, keep from piling on fat, and avoid smoking. Congratulations. You're among the 2.7% of Americans who do so. Well, I guess uh, I don't know about you. But I'm in the majority here. Uh, 97.3% of American adults get a failing grade on healthy lifestyle habits. Oh, boy. That's not good. That's not good at all. So maybe just something to think about. Maybe you can, you know, start feeling better about yourself. Do some exercises. Eat right. Everything in moderation. So here's a surprise for you. Earlier this week, we found out that uh, FBI agents hid microphones inside light fixtures and at a bus stop as part of a surveillance program, but they, they really didn't have a warrant. They just were, were going to use it as an investigation as part of a fraud case. Uh, they might, uh, we put the microphones everywhere that we might be able to uh, trap someone uh, into saying something that uh, could be uh, illegal. And uh, we don't need a, a warrant. 
please stop. Why do you need a warrant when you can just do it? So it got me thinking about privacy and is there any privacy at all anymore? I mean, we've given in a long time ago with cameras, right? Everywhere we go, cameras. But we always kind of thought that, uh, you know, audio was ours, what we say, because of our, you know, free speech, right? Which in America, is that still around? But we've given up the we've given up the 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 video, and now we're giving up audio. So, is there any safe space anymore? Really? Yeah, I, in, in public, out in the world, I don't know. I don't know. I probably, you know, the old adage of it's not what you do when someone is watching, but what you do when when, when no one is watching that counts. I would say live your life like it. You're always being watched out in public. I mean, you might as well just pretend you're in a movie all the time in public. Just pretend like you're filming a movie and you want to say all the right things. I'm sure that's a good way to live, but I'd save you from possibly being, I don't know, jailed. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello, welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. On the Blaze Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram at JeffyMRA. A couple good things, just uh, passing comments uh, from some tweets coming in on the Michael Pelka giveaways. Um, look. Okay, I just tell you what I overhear in the break room of what they're going to give away. What I overheard this week was the cufflinks and the collar sticks. I added the collar sticks. I thought it would be cute, but, you know, there's no telling what he's going to give away. People are now requesting... uh, Mike Opelka giveaways. Um, that's not up to me. I mean, I appreciate the request and I'll pass them along. But, uh, you know, if you're waiting for the Opelka dog collar or the Opelka uh, dicky, I mean, I, it's not up to me. But I will pass it along for you. 
Okay, I'm just saying what I report. That's all. I just tell you what I overhear. So the possibility is there. You know, so I never heard anything about a dog collar. I never heard anything about a dicky. Is it possible? Sure, anything's possible. But that's not what I overheard. I'm kind of fascinated by this, uh, and I and I don't know why, because it's kind of old news. Right, the Jeffrey Epstein uh, billionaire sex jet story. Because we're getting logs of, you know, Bill Clinton making, you know, couple of dozen trips on it uh, with for the Epstein. And were they all sex flights? I don't know. The more I read about it, the more I don't think all of them were big sex flights. But you can probably bet that, yeah, no, it's possible that a number of them were. Possible. And there's a, uh, you know, there's another uh, victim's right lawsuit against Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, they can't get any financial damages. He's already served a jail sentence for some of this. I mean, I'm just not sure what you're going to get out of continuing, you know, to sue this guy. But you talk about a guy that. You know, worked at Bear Stearns. Hmm. Oh, and then he owned his own firm, of course, J. Epstein and Company, of course. After he raked in a bunch from Bear Stearns. He served 13 months and and, uh, 13 of an 18-month sentence for soliciting an underage girl for prostitution. And he is now a registered sex offender. But this guy's got some cash, and that's why he's top courted by all the all the big shots because he's got plenty of cash to throw around. Yeah, we were thinking about maybe making a movie. Oh, how much money do you need? I don't know. Probably, you know, we're looking for investors. You know, I don't know, maybe like ten million. Okay. I'm thinking about running for a political office, uh, you know, could use some money and uh, whatever, you know, whatever you can do. I'll just, I'll just write you a check. Oh. Okay. No problem. So it's just fascinating to see who was on his, on the sex jet. You know, we've had reports of Clinton Dershowitz, one of the princes in the United Kingdom. And, of course, they've had parties down at the big house in Florida where all the gobbledygooks show up. And it's all the, you know, ugh. Katie Couric, Woody Allen. Just to name a few, those two names are the ones that popped out at me at the list of guests that were at one of the gobbledygook parties. Ugh. I've never met Katie, and I've never met Woody. But I don't know that I have missed anything in my life by not meeting them.
all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. One in four young people would happily date a robot. How about you? Now, according to this survey, 18 to 34-year-olds, they're android must be their perfect match and look like a real-life human being. Well, how long is that really going to last, though? Forced if young people are willing to go on a date with a robot is significantly higher than the overall proportion of British adults. Proportion of young people who are willing to go on a date with a robot is higher than the overall proportion Oh, okay, 17%. Say they'll... Our bodies, our identities, and our senses are enhancing thanks to technology and societal shifts. Uh Uh-huh. The research also found half of Brits who already use contactless bank cards would be happy to have microchips implanted under their skin to open doors or log on at work. Wow. Half. Half are ready to be chipped already. Meanwhile, a third of all British adults believe that 50 years' time, the sale of sodas, well, they're calling them fizzy drinks, uh, to under-16s will be tightly controlled as tobacco is today. 23% they would be willing to swap their dinner for a pill. 33% they expect tea to still be the most popular drink in Britain in 2036. This is, you know, United Kingdom, obviously, survey. Um, Swap dinner for a pill. Wow. I'm willing to do that yet. That's part of the problem, fatso. I know. I know. One in four in the UK would happily date a robot. That's fascinating. And they're ready to, half is, are ready to get chipped. We've talked about that before. About getting chipped because I jokingly said I, I believe I'm ready. I'm ready to be chipped because I'm just, you know, it would be easier to boop. Is that all you need, sir? Yep. Boop. Just slide the chip. But when it came right down, if it comes right down to it, I don't think so. I think it's a little bit of an issue. A little bit of an issue getting chipped. Don't you think? It might be cause, uh, cause for alarm. Possible. Yeah, I think so. And we had, uh, I, I put it on my list of things to talk to you about uh, coming up, a list of things that make you go, huh. 
because there's a bunch of stories that are underneath my headline stories that make you go, huh. And that's coming up uh, just a little bit later in this hour of the broadcast. But did you know? Did you know that Cher turned 70? Cher turned 70 years old. Well, you'd never know it by that plastic surgery, huh? This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. How in the world are you? 888-900-3393 is the phone number. I do give it out, so, you know, if you use it, I will talk to you. And we have John in Kansas City using the technology that was meant to be used. Go ahead, John. Hey, Jeff. First off, how you doing, sir? Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Excellent. Secondly, I'm going to try to make this one as quick as possible. Um, Due to my work as both a sex trafficking and rape advocate, um, (laughs) being a survivor myself, um, when it came out yesterday that the NRA was backing Trump and had given them him their official endorsement. Yes, they did. I had to call and immediately cancel my membership. I mean, they were man. lovey. Do- they were lovey dovey yesterday with him, man. Uh, you know, Wayne Lapierre was out there, and uh, who's the the other guy? Uh, the Chris somebody, Chris Cox, Cox. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Chris Cox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he was out there. Uh, you know, they were all lovey dovey, glad handing each other, and then uh, you know Donald spoke. I could not bring myself to listen. Um, I saw the story, and I saw I saw him speaking there in Kentucky. I think it was at their event. Yep. But um, I couldn't bring myself to listen. I I just followed the Twitter updates when I to see what was going on after I found out he was going to speak. But between his comments going full birther on the Tyson rape conviction. Right. And the reports yeah. that I've seen that ties him to Epstein, just like Billy Boy. Um, yeah, I can't. I, I, I've seen a couple of those reports too. Although I was uh, when I was uh, yesterday, I was reading a couple stories, and he was not mentioned. Doesn't mean that he wasn't part of it, but he wasn't mentioned in the latest stories. One of the stories that I saw included what is reported to be some scan pages um, from Epstein's little black book, which includes blacked out, obviously, so people aren't calling it left and right. Um, a direct line to Melania. Oh, wow. Wow, that's so, pretty fascinating. I'll have to look at the Black Book thing. I did see uh, some stories on the Black Book, although I didn't 
I didn't click on the black book because that was from a few years ago. What, uh, what when I'll that do, was when that was released. What I'll do then, Jeff, is I'll tweet you the image that I saw. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that great. Say, so, please, what do you do? Please, what do you do? Look at it. Yeah, that, that'd be great because I did see the headlines for the black book, but that was put. Uh, I mean, they were you know that first came out you know a number of years ago, uh, you know when, when quite a while ago when they first got that. So um, it's fascinating that uh, uh, that he you know that's where they got his uh, where they got his name, and that's why they didn't throw him in there. Um, I, I don't know what to tell you about the NRA. Uh, you know those guys, they got to do what they got to do. I'm sure they're just like most. Uh, most, and I don't want to say most everyone, but, but well, they're going to be like they are going to be the majority now who think that we've all got to get behind and unite and get behind the presumptive nominee, and he's the man, and you know, never Hillary, and that's just the way it is. And and I, well, I, I'm sure that I'm absolutely sure that's the NRA stand on that. I would I would bet a million dollars on that. Let me just say on the whole never Hillary, never Trump issue, there's something a little more important than never Hillary or never Trump, and that's what I am, and that's never evil. <laughs> I know. I know. But, you know, you look, over the – we talked about it on on, uh, on the big show. But, I mean, we talked a little bit about this is this is what happens, right? I mean, we went for the lesser of two evils for a number of years – so pretty soon you're just left with evil, right? And unfortunately, that's the case. And unfortunately, I fell into the whole lesser of two evils trap. I know. For I know we all did. But at this point, why keep voting for the lesser of two evils when we have better quality people out there who want the job and who want the job for the right reasons? Well, I mean, I agree, but I don't know that it's uh, it may be too late for that. Now it's only too it's only too late if we let it be too late, Jeff. I mean, it may, now you're looking at you know it might we're we're looking at uh, you know just uh, grabbing on and hoping we survive. I mean, it's unfortunately I don't know what to tell you. that's the well, unfortunately that's the case because we bought the lie of the two party system for years, mm-hmm. and it's now. There's a lot more people that are waking up, and if we just all stand together as a principled people, then it's not too late. We may lose the next four years, but that doesn't mean we're going to lose after that. I hope that I hope from your lips to God's ears. I hope that's true. But I, you know, <laughs> wow. I don't know that I actually. Uh, I, I want to believe that. I want to believe what you just said. So, what do you do for a living? I'm a sex trafficking and rape advocate. I work specifically in, in, in Kansas City. I'm starting out in Kansas City right now, but I'm working with some organizations to build to a national movement. Okay. I'm also you, a survivor of sex trafficking and rape. Do you have anything to do with our rescue at all? I'm connected with them on. Oh, okay, you don't Twitter. have to say. You don't um, have to say if you don't want to say. That's fine. Now, I, I'm connected with them on Twitter. I haven't done anything directly with them. The organization that I'm working most closely with is the Wayne Foundation. The What is it? The Wayne Foundation. Wayne Foundation? 
Yes, just like uh, 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 just like Batman. Foundation. Yeah, come on, you're working for yeah. Batman. Stop it. <laughs> um, the Wayne Foundation in real life was actually started by a combination of Kevin Smith, the movie director, and Jamie Walton, who is a survivor herself. Wow. Okay. Well, that'd be great. And let me get, send me some information on it. Let me know what it is, what you guys are doing. I'd love to see it. Um, I'll, right now, since the work that I'm doing to start a new foundation is in its infancy, I'll just I'll hook you up with some information on the Wayne Foundation then. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. You have a All good right. one, sir. All right. Take care. Um, fascinating. And like, you know, the funny that he leaves with, you know, in real life, Wayne Foundation. <laughs> uh, like Batman isn't real. <laughs> what an idiot. Wow. Man, I should have hung, hung up on him right then. <laughs> the Batman isn't real. What the heck is he talking about? Oh, I wanted to get to the I wanted to get to the world record holder too. We gotta get to the Guinness Book of World Record Holder. These guys are breaking Guinness World Record Records. And I always I have a Guinness Book of World Record record that I know will be in the books. That I could be the guy. But nobody wants to do it with me. I'm gonna have to do it myself. I don't want to do it myself. I need help, okay? And I'm going to tell you how to, you can help me, maybe. Okay? The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. That it is. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Um, Next weekend is Memorial Day weekend, right? (laughs) Wow. I mean, it is flying by. We're already almost to June 1st, my daughter's birthday. First day of hurricane season. My daughter will be nine years old. Only nine more years, and then I can kick her out. Man. Did I say that out loud? Next weekend, we have a special Memorial Day broadcast for you. So, no, you just sit back and enjoy the Memorial Day special all weekend long. And... Uh, don't look at me like that. That's what we do on the holiday weekends. You know we air is special. It's going to be great. Doc and Skip, okay? We'll be hosting a remembering look back. What the heck is it called again? i got to remember what it's called. Hold on. Now they're going to be mad at me because I couldn't remember what it's called. It's a look back on the world. <laughs> I'm sure it's like remembering Memorial Day or something like that. What is it called? New York. Come on. What's the special called? Yeah, you guys had to put it together. Oh, oh, stand by. That's what I've been doing, standing by, looking for it. All right. So, anyway, when when they tell me the name at it for New York, then I'll tell you the name of it. But uh, you'll just enjoy it. All right? 
Don't look at me like that. We get to have a day off once in a while, too. Okay? I'll still put up the podcast for, you know, Walking Dead if there's a new one. A real, you know, I got to tell you, thanks for listening uh, and thanks for downloading the uh, the podcasts of the shows. Make sure you uh, make sure you subscribe. Click the little subscribe button, okay? Uh, but, you know, now you, you've got uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Google Play Music, under Google Play Music, you can get our stuff. Um, download it and enjoy it. Take us with you wherever you want. There's all kinds. There's all kinds of uh, new shows uh, going up that are specifically uh, just podcasts that obviously do not air on this network, uh, but they're part of our network, uh, theblaze.com/radio. And just you know, scroll down and look at the new shows and the podcasts. And uh, some fascinating people uh, are being added. And there's other fascinating people, you know, like myself that are already there. So, uh, you know, we appreciate it. I do appreciate it. And for those of you that are, you know, I personally cannot wait for the original Walking Dead to come back because this new Walking Dead is like, I mean, it's, I don't want to call it bad, but it's not that good. Uh, It's called, uh, the special is called uh, Reflections from a Grateful Nation. So enjoy the special with Doc Thompson and Skip Lacombe. Memorial Day. Reflections from a Grateful Nation. Memorial Day weekend special on the Blaze Radio Network. Reflections from a Grateful Nation. All right. Let's do some stories that uh, make you go, huh? I just, huh? Uh, I've got uh, just a, a, a list of stories here. Let's start with elementary school forces students to cross dress for LGBT week. A yay! Uh, parents said that a uh, little girl came home and said, uh, hey, it's bad enough that our. Uh, the, the parents where it's bad enough that our society is uh, forcing us to allow transgenders into the wrong bathrooms, but our school system uh, to teach our kids this is normal is absolutely wrong. A student came home and told the parents that they uh, had to dress up in a boy's clothes over her dress that she wore to school. Parents were not happy. The principal, oh, the principal just said, uh, wait, uh, wait a minute, I approved uh, of the uh, transgender uh, desensitization event at the school. Uh, I didn't know about the cross-dressing thing. Sorry, Uh, you know, but I think students need to learn about the prejudice of society against this group of people. This group of people is about negative two. All right, I got to stop. No editorializing. Just stories that make you go, huh. So all events uh, for the week have now been canceled at this uh, elementary school in Sunny Oaks, California. In Oregon, Portland School Board bans climate change-denying materials. The school itself bans climate change Denying material. The board unanimously approved a resolution 
that eliminates doubt of climate change and its causes in schools. Huh. Huh. Netflix. This is stories that just make you go, Netflix should buy WWE and UFC. Huh. I'm not even, uh, you know, no editorializing, and I, I'm not gonna. It's a, it's a would-be story about Netflix, but I will say that uh, uh, boy, have we uh, changed our viewing habits with no cable since we pulled the cable out. Um, and I rather like it because it's no commercials, and I like the streaming. Um, some of uh, I know my wife watches a couple of shows, and I watch them with her from uh, CBS. Uh, and CBS, uh, I like their pl- their plan is really cool, right? I mean, they were one of the cutting edge uh, networks. Their plan for their streaming is uh, for the first, I think it's seven, but it, it might be three or four. For the first, uh, we'll say seven days, but I, I don't know, it might not be that long. Uh, a new show will come out. It'll be on the network, and you know the next day or soon after. I forget, uh, might even be two days. It goes up on their website, and you can stream it for free. They put commercials in. Uh, it's a shorter commercial breaks, but they put commercials in, and you stream it for free and watch the show. If you want to watch it without commercials, you can subscribe to CBS and you can pay them whatever amount a month and you can stream anything you want and all the archives and everything. I mean, what a great plan. Um, you know, then you obviously have the Hulu thing and, you know, the, I don't know what upgrade it is, but you can watch all the shows without commercials. Um, Netflix, same thing. Obviously, no commercials. I just finished, actually, you know what? And I just made it through finally House of Cards season four. I finally made it through the entire thing. So I watched them all. Um, it took me a while to get through House of Cards because there's so many other shows. I mean, I've got other shows to watch, okay? <laughs> I think House of Cards is the only show I've got to watch. Uh, and I, I don't know. I think that's my review of House of Cards season four. Uh, Better than three. Season four, better than season three, but... And then this weekend, you know what you can do. Here's what I'll be doing, just so you know, as part of my Memorial Day weekend. After I listen to Doc and Skip with reflections from a grateful nation, I will be watching Bloodline on Netflix season two. Bloodline on Netflix season two. It better be good. Season one was great. Season one started off slow. But it definitely picked up. And I love the way they did the storyline and the uh, the narration from the brother uh, and how the storyline went with uh, Bloodline. There, was no, there wasn't another show that did it like that. Uh, it was fascinating. So if you get an opportunity to watch it, you can watch it. Uh, 
Uh, Dan in St. Louis, you are on the Blaze Radio Network. How are you, sir? Jeff, I'm good. How about you, Jeff? Are you doing oh, oh, my gosh. I don't <laughs> know how good I am. That's how good I, I hear am. you. Okay, I'm going to give you a quick overview. I, uh, I'm 60. First 20 years of my life, I grew up in Michigan, was a Wolverine fan. But the last 40 wow. years, I've been a Mizzou fan. M-I-Z, okay? baby. I live, in, I, I, hey, I live in Missouri now. Uh uh, how did your son end up in, uh, going to Mizzou, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I had a few yeah. questions. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, how did he end up going there? Yeah. I mean, how did he end up picking Mizzou from, from other schools? Okay. Uh, well, the uh, offensive line uh, coach and offensive coordinator uh, came to the high school and saw him and offered him a free ride right then. And, and he was not the only school that did that, but he was one of the schools that did that. And right. uh, and um, at uh, one point, Elvis wanted to go to another school. This is I'm going to give you a quick Reader's Digest version. Um, he wanted okay. to go to another school, and uh, the other school uh, head coach treated him like crap on the phone, and he was really okay. pissed. And he hung up the phone. He was really pissed, and he went for a drive. He says, "I got to get out of here." And he went for a drive. And during that drive. The, okay. Mizzou, the Mizzou coach, the offensive line and offensive coordinator, uh, called him on the phone just to say hello. And he called him. During, the, perfect, during the drive. Well, while he was call, driving. And, and it was the perfect time because he was so yeah. pissed at the other school. Okay. And it was, and we went out for a visit after that, and it was, it was a great choice. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I've, I've, like I said, I've watched Missouri. Uh, did you hear Daniels? Now uh, is signed with, with the Eagles, and I think yes. he's going to make a run with Bradford. Do you agree with that? Hey, I mean, we'll talk a little. If we want to talk football, probably not. I mean, Chase Chase is going to be um, one of those guys that is going to be in the record books as playing for a hundred years, and he's going to yeah. make a for, and he's going to make a fortune. He and is. He's never, yeah, and he's, you're right. I agree with that. And he's never going to play. I mean, right. he played. And he, he has a Super Bowl ring. I know. I know he does. I mean, he lives <laughs> here. His folks live here, not far from where, where I live here in Dallas. Um, okay. And, they, uh, and he played with Elvis uh, for a couple of years, his last okay. year, last two years. Uh, Elvis Elvis yeah. blocked, blocked for him. Um, are, the, you, uh, are you still a Mizzou fan, Jeffy? Still? Yeah, I mean, I like Mizzou. It's okay. I mean, I'm, I, I got no reason to be a fan. All the players yeah. that I – all the play, now, all the players that I knew – uh, that were either coming up or were playing with Elvis are gone. That's last year right. was the last. Last year was really the last year of players that uh, were you know coming up that I was aware of that played with Elvis either with him or underneath him. And uh, so I'm really kind of left in the middle without a team right now. And you know Gary Pinkle's gone. And uh, right. You know the uh, you know the other coaches that I know are all gone. So I mean I got. You know, I, and they're in my heart because of Elvis, but I'm not really. I got no place to be really. And so, second, uh, secondly, I grew yeah. up uh, in Michigan uh, as a child, uh, yes, forced okay. forced to listen to the University of Michigan, uh, be a fan. So, so you're not a Wolverines uh, fan then? My well, I am. I mean, I was driven into my brain for my entire life. I mean, my dad has a business. My 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 stepdad has a business degree from there. And I grew yeah. up listening. Nobody ever listened to uh, uh, University of Michigan football audio. Everybody watched the game on TV, but you always listened to uh, Bob Euchre on the radio. Um, right, I, I, right. I know that's just the way it was. I mean, th- these Michigan men are spitting on sidewalks. 
And this old man better sit down before he has another heart attack. I mean, well, I know you listen to Pat. I, I, I know you have to listen to Pat and his BYU rants. Okay, <laughs> I know that. So I'm asking you, so so pick a team. So Because we don't know who you like. I, I Pat obviously is, is, is driving it down all of our listeners' throats about BYU. Who do you like? <laughs> well, 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 look, the only reason I, I stick with Mizzou is because uh, of Elvis, and we had a great time last year uh, watching uh, Mizzou kick uh, BYU's butt in Kansas City. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> that killed him so much. It was more fun watching Pat die a slow death <laughs> than anything else. <laughs> so you don't, you're not a Cowboys fan, are you? I you know I I I spent a lot of years in Tampa. I became a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. But you know you're here, and this is yeah. all you hear is Dallas uh, when you're in this <laughs> neck of the woods. I it's yeah. tough. It's tough not to be kind of a fan, but not okay. really. I mean you know it's still, obviously it's hometown, so you know it's nice to be a fan. But it's I, I don't really care. So you I don't mean, have a so you don't have a real college fan that you're behind like Pat. Not anymore. Are, are, no, not anymore. Okay, I was kind of curious because you know, obviously we hear we hear uh, Stu go on about the, you know, those Philadelphia I Eagles. Know. I you know. know, and how in the hell he got to be a a, a Toronto Blues Jays fan is beyond me. Yeah. But uh, I, <laughs> good riddance. Let him go. Let him be a fan of America's team. All right, I got to go. I'm up against the <laughs> clock. You. I appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Hey, more sports talk on the Blaze Radio Network just around the corner. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, you and I need more time together is what needs to happen. I'm going to put up a fight for that. We've got so much to get to. I didn't get to the Gerald Fogle looking for time reduced on his sentence. Uh, I didn't get to the all-female nude cast doing Shakespeare in the Park in New York. Oh, my gosh. Have a great week. Thanks for being here. You look good. Seriously, you do. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.